My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you're not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. My opinion, Patrick Williams had a phenomenal rookie season. I feel like on the defensive end, he, he played he played well. He guarded the team's best players. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As the children say in the streets, what it fucking do, baby. It is your boy, Pride. Welcome to the Prideful Takes Podcast. Mike had some more business to take care of, so he's going to be taking today and Monday off. My guy's turning to Kyrie Irving and taking a sabbatical. God damn it, Mike. You're killing me. Yeah, I'm kidding, Mike. It's all good. So today, you're going to be dealing with my ugly ass. Same thing on Monday. Got a pack show for you guys. I'm going to start violating the will of it, of a couple NBA teams. Why I think there are pretenders and contenders. Donovan Mitchell, he's probably already out of Utah. We'll talk about that. But the man, the myth, the legend, the best basketball player in the NBA today, the greatest player in the history of the NBA, Benjamin Simmons. I said what I said. I did not mean it, though. But Ben Simmons, he's been wrapping up his workouts to get back on the court, there is optimism that he will end up being uh, available and he will suit up and start um, in the playoffs, which for the for the beloved, everyone's favorite team, the Brooklyn Nets, um, if it were to start today, they would play the Cleveland Cavaliers. That would be the game they would play. But... The the elephant in the room, let's be honest here. I'm a Ben Simmons defender. Will he actually play? I am willing to bet my left scrotum he plays. Yeah, I'm willing to bet it. Ben Simmons is going to play. He's going to hoop. They're going to come. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, right? I'm, I'm looking at my crystal ball. Here's what's going to happen. He's going to have a great game against Cleveland. People are going to look at him and go, ooh, he had a great game. Ooh, interesting. He's going to handle business. They're going to be the seventh seed. Hopefully they beat Milwaukee or let Milwaukee fall. I just want Ben Simmons to play the Sixers. So when he bounces out of there, I just want to see the monotone, just his bored face. I think Ben Simmons is playing. I think he will come back. I think he's gonna he's gonna be in a situation where he can just play to his strengths. And that's it. I don't think it'll be anything too crazy. Again, I'm a Ben Simmons defender. That's my boy, right? But I do genuinely believe he's gonna end up coming back to play because 
Whoa, 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 hold on, time out. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Slander, slander, and 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 slander alert, slander alert, slander alert. I'm not a 49ers fan. You are attempting to sully my good name. I can sue you for that. All right. Don't do me like that. I'm not a Niners fan. Jeez, man, the disrespect is real. But back to Ben Simmons. I think he's going to play. I think he's going to come. He's going to do his thing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. People are going to be mad that he's back because everyone hates him. Um, I'm going to be like, let's go, Ben. Let's get it, baby. We're going to be chilling. Um, He can beat whoever he wants as long as it's not the Celtics. I won't be mad at him. Um, but I think he's going to come back. He's going to play. And dare I say, I think now we're going to see a three-point shot from Ben Simmons. Greg, he says, you know, damn well, it's April Fool's. <laughs> oh, man. But I think I think this is the year that Ben Simmons comes with a jump shot. I, I, I really believe it. He's going to be in an environment where – he feels he has support. He's going to be in a situation where he doesn't have to average 30. He can be more comfortable. He can do his thing. And I, I think this is where he ends up getting a jump shot. A jump shot that I think he'll shoot about 33% from three, which is nice, which is not bad. Um, I, I, I think it'll be along the lines of, you know, He'll shoot a couple times. You you won't you probably won't really see him do five, six, seven attempts. I think he'll do three attempts, wide open attempts, and he'll shoot them. And I think he makes one. 33%. Pretty respectable, especially from a guy who wouldn't shoot. So coming from a guy who wouldn't shoot, going up to 33%. It's great. Really is. It's great. Problem is, though, this is just speculation. I think this is just me, and maybe I'm I'm doing a little bit of reaching here, but this, in my opinion, this is going to be Ben Simmons' last legitimate year to get a jump shot. If he doesn't get it now, he kind of is who he is. And I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it'll. If, if you don't get it this year, you're in a new, you know, you're a new situation. You're with a team that that likes you, that's supporting you. You got guys that are helping you. I this is it. To quote the great Michael Jackson. This is it. Um Greggy says, who's your top five one and done NBA teams in the season? Well, I'm I'm a I'm I have another topic, which is contenders and pretenders. So I might answer your question there. So, Gurayuki, put that question in your back pocket. If when I get to that topic, I still didn't answer it, drop the question again, and I promise I'll answer it. But Ben Simmons will come back. He's going to drop a triple-double. He's going to do his thing. Free Benjamin Simmons. Speaking of free, another man needs to get free right goddamn now. Donovan Mitchell, he's sick of it. He's sick of everybody. Um, he's he signed a five-year, 
163 million dollar extension back in November of 2020. Um, and I believe the final year of that contract is a player option, so he can just kind of cut bait and dip again. Bless his heart, 110% bless his heart. Crazy how now she wants to be nice to me because this morning she was being so rude. And now all of a sudden you want to be nice. Hi, baby girl. How are you? Hi. You doing good? Yeah. All right. Go to mommy, okay? As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Damn, I'm getting attacked by my girl too. Sheesh. It ain't safe out here for a pimp. It ain't safe. Um, Girl, I think he says, nah. Dono is afraid of that toxic fan base. I don't even think it's the fan base though. In my opinion, I don't think it's the fan base. What I really think, I don't think it's fear. I think he's just mad. I think he's just sick of it. Like, think about it. The Utah Jazz, they're basically making the same mistake the Portland Trailblazers made, where they're going to war with the same stuff over and over and over again, and they're scared to change anything. And since Donovan Mitchell is witnessing, live and in person, he's witnessing what happened What's happening with with uh, with Damian Lillard? He's seeing that, and now he's like, "Hold on, time out." I see the same thing happening with me. What am I? Hold on, let me let me let me breathe for a minute, because I'm I'm starting to see the same exact thing happen. I think that's where Donovan Mitchell is. I don't think it's the fans. I know I know there are some people who do believe it's the fans. Could it be? That's a, that's a legitimate possibility. But if, if I had to put my money on it, I don't think it's the fans. I just think it's more along the lines of, hold on, timeout. Y'all want me to go out here and basically I got to play near-perfect basketball only for us to get swept in the second round. Like, I, I think that's really what it is with him. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Look. I've been consistent with this. I think oh, being loyal to one team, I've said this from the beginning, it's overrated. It's overrated. 110%. It's extremely overrated. Um, Greenarchy says, where do you see Donovan Mitchell going? Well, here's the thing with that. it's He's got like, what, three more years? So a lot of things could potentially change. If things remain the same now, if James Harden leaves, I can see him going to Philly. Uh, Brooklyn, depending on, you know, the whole Kyrie Irving situation, the whole Kyrie Irving, KD, Ben Simmons type of thing. If they don't want to run it back or they don't want to be with each other, whatever. Um, I think maybe Dallas, I do like him. Or if he still wants to be that guy, I wouldn't recommend this. But a lot of people believe New York. Now, if I'm Donovan Mitchell, I don't go to New York because if you think the Utah Jazz are doing stupid stuff, then New York is handicapped. They wear helmets. Like, it would be the dumbest thing for you to do. If I'm Donovan Mitchell, I'm going to go to a team where I can have a nice, solid one-two punch with somebody. I'm going to go to a situation where it's like I can basically be the guy that puts this team over the hump. Like that's that's what they're gonna need to do, regardless. Um, maybe Milwaukee, 
I, I could potentially see that. Um, I think I already said Dallas, him and Luka Doncic. Same thing with, with, with the Grizzlies, him and John Morant being a nice little one-two. Um, but <laughs> I said what I said and I meant it. But for me, it's just, I don't, maybe it's just me, but I just don't see Donovan Mitchell staying with the Utah Jazz. I'll be surprised if he even makes it past his contract. I don't think he's making it past his contract. I think next year, you're going to start hearing rumors about him getting shopped. And then in 20... Yeah, so I think next year, 2022-2023 season, we're going to start hearing the rumors of him being shot. 2023-2024, there's going to be a legitimate deal on the table, but it's going to fall apart. I think 2024-2025, that's when he gets traded because that'll be you have Donovan Mitchell still playing great. Couple that with the fact that you still have him for that year, and then you can pick up that player option in for the 2025-2026 season, I think that's how it'll be. I do not think Donovan Mitchell's staying. I don't think he makes it past his contract. I don't think so. If he does, God bless him. God bless him. God bless him. But we also got to remember, he'll be 29. He'll get he'll, he'll get paid that big money. If he continues pooping how he's been hooping, he'll opt out and he'll 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 opt out, and he'll get paid that big big money. And I don't blame him for it. I don't blame him. I don't want him on being Utah either. Who wants me in Utah? Come on, bro. Do better. Do better. Final topic of the day. Contenders and pretenders. I've been yelled at. Because of who I think are some contenders and some pretenders. I've been yelled at. I don't know why why I'm getting yelled at. But, you know. Whatever. So, for me. Ooh. Okay. So, when I finish this topic, I'm going to do all the questions. I'm going to actually give my thoughts on that. On uh, Todd Bowles replacing Bruce Arians. Um. I was hard on on Todd Bowles before, but I'm doing some soul searching. I'm I, I changed my tune, but I promise I'm a, I'm gonna touch on that in a little bit. Um, but in terms of the contenders and pretenders, um, in terms of who I let me start with the contenders. Obviously, let's just get this one out the way because this one's gonna be easy. Uh, Phoenix Suns, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Dallas Mavericks. I think those three are legit. I think I want to put Golden State, but I'm kind of worried about the injuries. Um, I'm putting them on the fence. That's the West. For the East, um, you could say Milwaukee. Um, I think Boston has a shot. I think we have a puncher's chance. Um Philly also has a puncher's chance. It really comes down to James Harden. What are you going to get with him? Um, and Chicago is my iffy team because, again, with those injuries, I'm not. It's not like you. You're just twisting an ankle. You're just twisting your ankle, and you're out a game or two. 
Like, these guys are missing, like, three games in a row to come back to play two to miss five to come back and play eight to miss 16. Like, it, it's just a, it, it took a revolving door. Now, for the pretenders, this is this is where people get mad at me. So, for the West, obviously, Utah Jazz, um, they're mid. They're just not um, – you're going to war with the same stuff over and over and over again. Um Edge is not gonna work. If you don't you don't believe me, that's fine. Go ask Portland. By the time they wanted to make a move and trade TJ McCullum, A, they got they hardly really got much for him to the point that they look even dumb for even trading him. And then B, it's still not even gonna be enough to make sure Damian Lillard still has something. So oof, as the children say. So you got that. Denver Nuggets. I I put them in the position with the the Warriors and the Chicago and the Chicago Bulls more so with the Nuggets because his two be- the Jokic's two best players are out. Very much keep them in, at the sixty out of the play in. Bless his heart. I don't know how he does it, but bless his heart. Um, I'm not even gonna talk about the playing teams because you got Minnesota definitely pretenders. They're just a placeholder. Clippers and Pelicans, Spurs, Lakers. They're they're just they're just there. They're there for the ride, so bless them. For the East, obviously you got the Toronto Raptors, obviously. Um, this is where people get butthurt, um, Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are not a championship team. I've said this before. If Jimmy Butler is your best player, you're fucked. I'm going to say it one more time. If Jimmy Butler is your best player, you're fucked. The problem people have with Jimmy Butler, they heard one time on ESPN that he's a superstar. You heard that one time, and now you're like, oh, yeah, he's that guy. He's not. He's really not. Like, the numbers he's putting up, and I've been told he is the best player on Miami. That's what I've been told. I've been told he's the best player in Miami. Him being the best player in Miami in any seven-game series, he is not the best player on the court, period. Not even close. I'll break it down for you. Milwaukee, he's not better than Giannis. Hell, I think him and Chris Middleton are a wash. Your best player is a wash from Milwaukee's second-best player. And there's people saying that that Chris Milton isn't even the second-best player. People are trying to argue that it's Drew Holiday. And I say the same thing. Compared to Drew Holiday, it's still a wash. You don't believe me? They're putting up the relatively similar stats. Think about it. Jimmy Butler, who's your best player, is putting up stats that are comparable and in the same vicinity as a second and third option in Milwaukee. Boston Celtics, he's not better than Jason Tatum. He's not better than Jalen Brown. So in that series, he is at best the third best player. At best. Philly. He's definitely not better than Joel Embiid. And people say, oh yeah, James Harden shrinks. Jimmy Butler, he also has his moments too where he be going over. 
He be having his moments too. Problem is, nobody wants to talk about it. So there's another situation where it's a wash. Your best player is just washing the second best player. If you think you're going to win with that, you're out of your mind. Chicago. He's not better than Zach Levine. This year, he's not better than DeMar DeRozan. She is. He better than Lonzo? Another situation where, at best, he is the third best player on the court. Third best. Now, that seeds two through five. Now, the six seed, Toronto, maybe. 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 Maybe he could, they could do something with Toronto. Says before, if Bro- if they meet Brooklyn in the first round, they're getting swept. The Miss Miami Heat team, all they are, they are literally just, without a shadow of a doubt, they are just another Utah Jazz that we saw a couple years ago, where they were the number one seed, but no one cared. They're just like the 2015 Atlanta Hawks. Number one seed, no one cared. They're just like, what was it, the 2017? No. I think it was like the 2018. Boston Celtics. Well, we had Isaiah Thomas. We were the number one seed. No one cared. Why? Because we weren't going to do shit. That's all this team is. And the sooner you casuals get, the sooner the casuals understand that, the sooner you'll be able to move on. That's all I have for today. Bang on some of these questions. Top five NBA one and done teams this off season. So for me, these are the teams I expect to drop off next year. Um, I think Toronto. I don't think Toronto gets back to to a six seed. Maybe playing, but I do see them taking a taking a fall. And believe it or not, I think depending on how the postseason plays out for Philly. I think Philly could be in that situation as well. Because again, if it doesn't go, it doesn't go well and you lose, think about it now. You lose James Harden. You're now in an awkward position where not only you lost James Harden, but look, you also gave up Andre Drummond, the best backup center in the league. Ben Simmons, but again, Ben Simmons really wasn't playing, so you're not really giving up nothing. And Seth Curry. Which yikes, right? So I think Philly could potentially be in the one and done in terms of being a top seed and perhaps even falling down because it all really depends on what happens. Does James Harden stay? And let's say James Harden leaves, what do they what do they replace him with? If they're able to pull something out and let's say they get Donovan Mitchell, then obviously they'll be fine, right? But again, until something like that happens, you know, being a one and done, it's questionable for Philly. It, it really is because there's a lot of things that need to fall in place, right? Another team, I think Cleveland. I think Cleveland, obviously, I think next year they're going to kind of dip down a little bit. Um, you know, I, I like the young team. I think they just need to kind of find themselves a little more. I think next year is when they're going to start really establishing some type of pecking order. They're going to figure out what, what are you going to do with Colin Sexton, you know? Are you going to try to bring him back so that we can make him a tradable asset, or are you just going to let him walk? That's going to be something very interesting to see. Um, in terms of the West, Utah definitely. 
Utah's going to plummet, and they're going to plummet real bad. Um, I also think Minnesota, um, them being seventh, I don't – I think that's, a, that's, that's an anomaly. I think that's an aberration. So I think they're going to end up falling. Um, I think the Clippers are going to end up going up uh, because obviously you got Paul George coming back, and on top of that with Kawhi Leonard. I do expect him to, you know, be in the plan, you know, um, especially with with Utah falling down, there's going to be a wide open spot, which I don't see the Lakers picking up that spot. I don't see the Timberwolves, Pelican. I don't see the only other team I can see picking it up would be uh, a healthy Clippers team. So uh, with all that, yeah, I, I, there's a couple, but ugh. It's not looking good. Uh, Greg, yes. What do you th- what do you think about Todd Bowles replacing Bruce Arians? Here's what I think about it. So, if you guys remember when when we were talking about the whole Jacksonville Jaguars head coaching thing, and they went and got Todd Bowles, I said Todd Bowles is not a good head coach, but he was a good defensive coordinator. And I did say that because of what happened with the Jags. Oh, I'm sorry, with the Jets, that kind of made me think that way, right? And then I really actually took a step back and started thinking. And I think I was just giving him a bad rap. This is going to be his second head coaching stint with talent. It's going to be with talent. And on top of that, you don't need Todd Bowles to do everything. You have Tom Brady who could run the offense. I think their dynamic is going to be a Tom Brady, Bill Belichick-ish type of dynamic where even though Bill Belichick is the head coach, Todd Bowles is the head coach, they're both defensive gurus, right? They both understand defense and they're they're good with it. They're gonna worry about the Todd Bowles gonna worry about the defense. Tom's gonna worry about the offense and occasionally they'll come and talk to each other and say, all right, what do you see? What adjustments gotta make, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But that's what I think it's gonna be. I don't mind it. And on top of that, it's not like Bruce Aarons is disappearing. He's gonna take a front office job. So it's like if Todd Bowles need, really needs to ask any questions, you still got Bruce Arians there. So, to be honest, I don't mind it. Another question says, AB says he won't do his foot surgery unless a team picks him up. Thoughts on this? By far the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. No team is going to pick want to pick up an injured asset. They're not, they're not going to want to, right? Like, Odell... There are teams right now who, and he already has the surgery, but they're going to be coming at him weary, right? Because they're like, ooh, 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 ooh. And for me, and maybe it's just me, but if you say I'm not going to, oh, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not going to go. But for you to sit there and tell me, Let's say I'm a team, right? And you're going to tell me I refuse, refuse to get surgery until you sign me. You basically just told me you want to retire. Like, what the hell? That makes absolutely no sense to me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, you know, I, I'm I I don't know. I just I never in my life understood it. I just don't I don't get it. Um, because at the end of the day, all you're really gonna do is just put yourself in an awkward position. 
Because again, you already have a bad reputation. Now you're going to double down on that? You got to be smart in that, AB. Um, Granky says, video game question. What's your favorite Persona game and why? Uh, Persona 3. Um, not only for me, it was one of my favorites. Um, but it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was one of the first Persona games to do like the social links. Which I always thought was was nice. I, I, I do like games that have the social links. Because it, not A, it gives you more things to do. But at the same time, it's like. It, it kind of does change, like, the relationship you've had with people, which is funny because later down the road, you might need those people. And because the social your, your social rep with them isn't that high, could make a different outcome for whatever you have to do, whether it makes a boss more difficult, whether it ends up getting a different ending, whatever the case may be. So for me, it's Persona 3. Um, I, I honestly, I, I, I love that game. And combined with the fact that it was one of the first to do the social links for Persona, I maybe it's just me. I like it. I know a lot of people like Persona 3. And to be honest, it's my favorite. I don't think you can go wrong with that. Um, Andy Bryce says, Cap said he's open to a backup role in the NFL, but if you're willing to play football, there's many leagues out there. Yes and no. So I get what you're saying in terms of if you really want to play football, you know, you'll go to, you know, other leagues or whatever. But let's be honest. Let's be 100% honest. He played on the NFL level. You want to go back to that NFL level, right? I like Colin Kaepernick. Let me start by saying this. He was 1,000% blackballed. I don't care what anybody says. Um, When he knelt. I think it's funny because he was, quote, disrespecting the flag. Meanwhile, he's at, he originally was sitting and he spoke to a service member who said, I'd rather you kneel because that shows a little bit more respect. So I just think it's funny. But again, whatever. I do think it was blackballed. However, with how long it's been, sometimes you just got to let go. Sometimes you just need to move on. It hurts. Some people don't want to, but regardless, there are times where a chapter in your life is just closed. And that's just the reality of the situation. Tim Tebow wanted to keep playing in the NFL and he kept, he kept after his whole thing with the Broncos, he had, he went to Philly. He went to the Eagles. Then he tried to tie it in with the Jacks. And it all failed. Why? Because his time as a football player just is gone. That's just the reality of it. And Colin Kaepernick now is in that category. Let me say this again. Was he blackballed? 110%. If you don't think he was blackballed, I don't know what to tell you. But right now, I just think football is just done. Like, you know, I understand you want to come back, but that football chapter of your life in terms of playing, it's over. It's done. You know, it's it's done. And, you know, I think, I, I think he's kind of struggling with that. Like, he's like, half of him kind of knows it, which is, but the coach is why he's settling for the backup role. But then at the same time, but there's another part of them that says, yeah, I can still do it. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. If Josh Rosen can get a spot on a on a roster, I'm good. You see what I'm saying, bro? Like, Davis Mills, 
You saw how bad he looked. Yeah, I gave him a chance. I deserve an opportunity. So I understand it. But again, maybe it's just me, but I just, I, I think right now it's a, it is what it is for him. You know, I think at this point, um, you got, you just got to move on. Um, what do you think about Malcolm Jenkins retiring? Well, here's I I don't I didn't mind it. Um he was getting older. Um you know, so I kind of saw it coming a little bit. The market for him really wasn't that great. So I think that's kind of what pushed him to go into retirement cuz when 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 you when you get to a point in your life where you achieve all you wanted to do, you know what I mean? You you know, you 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 got your championship to your resume. You got this, like you, you have a, a career you're proud of. You then go and go, all right. At this point now, it's about money, right? So to play this physical sport, do I really want to take a veteran minimum? Do I really want to get paid five mil a year when I already done proof? Like, like that's kind of what he was kind of mentally going through, at least from my perspective, that's what it looked like. And he was just like, look, at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, you know, like at the end of the day, what I did was 110%. I looked at the field. I wasn't going to get the money I wanted, but I'm at a, I'm in a, I'm at a situation where it's like, I could walk away and I'm good with it. As long as he's, as long as he's content with whatever choice he made, God bless him. As long as he's content with whatever choice he made. Andy Price says, this might sound crazy, but is Brady a good dad? You've been playing for over 22 years. When do you have a chance to spend time with the kids? Off season. Off season. No, I mean, I, I don't know how he is as a father. I mean, I would assume, I would assume he's he's a good one because, you know, I, I don't, you know, based on some of the stuff I saw, he seems like a good one, you know. Um, but Tom, listen. Time matters. Time is definitely, you know, you you being able to actually spend physical time with your children, that does matter, you know. Um, but I think I you also gotta take into consideration when when your when your parent is a professional athlete, I think that sometimes weighs a little differently in, in a kid's head. You know what I mean? Because yeah, Tom isn't really around, but again. It's not like he's he's just abandoning his children, right? Like, parenting didn't get hard and he left, right? Like, he's still playing football at a very elite level. So, I get it, you know? But, I mean, you're, you're not too crazy for saying that. Because I, I, at the end of the day, I do get it. As a, as, as a as, you know, I, I, I got two kids, right? So, it's like, you do need to be able to spend some time with them. Um, But, again, it's not like Tom is just straight up abandoning them or anything. Like, you know. He's out there. He's getting he getting paid a lot of money. He's still playing well, still having success. So, you know, to each their own. But this has been the Prideful Takes Podcast. I appreciate you guys spending some time with me. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. Uh, if there's any news you guys want to talk about, please feel free to tag us in it. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes. And we also are on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Please give us a sub. Visit our website, www.prideflytakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also do have original articles. 
And check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Private Takes Podcast, and she'll take care of the rest. And go to www.fatco.com, use discount code PridefulTakes, and get 15% off. Um, and also, I'm starting to do Facebook gaming now on um, on Facebook. I'm starting to stream there while I do CSGO. I do Call of Duty, um, GTA. Like I'll do like legit GTA and GTA or roleplay too. Um, I also have plenty of other games too where I got uh, PUBG. Uh, Paladins, Valorant, Rainbow Six, Splitgate, uh, Team Fortress 2. Uh, I got Vanguard, Modern Warfare, Black Ops, Cold War, Warframe, League of Legends, Lost Ark, Genshin Impact, like Apex Legends. I, I have a few. I have like plenty. So um, just go to go on Facebook, look up Pride Gaming 22. Um, you'll see a cartoon avatar of just me kind of just shrugging. Um, that's where uh, I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, doing some of my gaming stuff. So Hopefully you guys will be able to swing by. This has been your boy Pride. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me. I'll be back here on Monday. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. The handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. Two to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.